brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. The following episode contains discussion of suicide, including some graphic content, which some listeners may find upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. If you feel like you need help regarding any of the subjects mentioned, please reach out. A list of UK helplines is in the show notes. Theatrephonic presents Bystanders, written by Tracy Sinclair. Yes, who is it? Who's speaking, please? Hello, Martin. It's Katrina. I told you not to call here. I need to talk to you, Martin. Half an hour of your time, that's all I'm asking. Half an hour. I told you I have nothing more to say to you. Sweetheart. Please don't call here again. Martin, I'm only asking... I told you, don't contact me again. We have nothing to talk about. I said, don't call me. Who is that, sweetheart? Uh, uh, wrong number. <laughs> wrong number? Well, not wrong number. One of those stupid companies trying to flog us a new kitchen. I couldn't get rid of her. You should have told her how much we earn. That would have stopped her sharp enough. In fact, Maybe that should be your new line to these people. Thank you, but I'm a teacher. They just drive me mad. Bloody vultures, harassing people in their own homes. OK, then. Well, who do they think they are, hounding people like that? No bloody respect for people's privacy. I didn't realise you felt so strongly about it. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I know I shouldn't let them wind me up. Come on, dinner's ready. Shall I bring it through to you? Do you want to eat at the table? Whatever. Let's have it in here, eh? I'll pour us some wine. Hello? Uh, um, who is this, please? (laughs) Well, you phone me. Who's this? Uh, I'm Katrina McNabb. 
Can I speak to Mark and Dessler, please? He isn't at home at the moment. He's just gone down the road, though. It won't be long. Can I... Can I help you? This is Ailsa Dessler, his wife. <sighs> can you just let him know I called? He'll know what it's about. Yes, of course, I'll let him know. Does he have your number? Yes, Mrs. Dessler. He has all my numbers. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, don't slam the door. What are you doing here? I thought you might find it harder to say no to my face. I think you'll find you were wrong. Can't pretend it never happened, Martin. All I want is to talk to you. Just talk. That's all, I promise. I don't want to make any trouble. I really don't. I just want to know what happened. This is harassment. I could call the police. Might want to talk to your wife before you do that. Don't try and blackmail me. I'll say this once more and that's it. We have nothing to talk about. It's ancient history and I'm not excavating it for you. Now, I need you to go away right now. Before your wife sees me. Oh, go to hell. Hey, yourself. How was work? Oh, you know, busy, knackering, stressful. Spent the whole day envying you teachers your long holidays. <laughs> uh, I think you'll find we call them uh, work preparation periods. <laughs> yeah, right. I bet you watch daytime TV all day and haven't spoken to anyone but the man at the news agents. <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Here, have some wine. Oh, a bit early for me, love. Well, not for me. Not after this sodding day I've had. And I'm not drinking alone. Well, if I'm doing you a favour, I suppose I could. I found out today that Claire's moving departments. That leaves a big hole in the team, in management. I thought I might apply for it. I've been there long enough. I've got more than a decent shot at it. Well, I should do. Great. Uh, yeah, great. It'd be more responsibility. Might mean putting in some extra hours now and then, but it'd be more money. We might finally be able to sort out that kitchen. Yeah, that'd be great. So, you think I should apply? Hmm. Oh, you're bowling me over with your enthusiasm here, Martin. Hmm? Oh, I'm sorry, love. You're right, I was miles away. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Nothing, it doesn't matter. Oh, I meant to tell you. Katrina phoned last night while you were out getting the takeaway. Katrina? She said you'd know what it was about. She sounded very keen to speak to you. She said that you had her number. In fact, she said you had all her numbers. She was very clear on that. Oh, right. Uh, right. Uh, Katrina, <laughs> of course. She sounded young. Uh, yes, I, I suppose she is. And... And what? 
And who's this Katrina and why is she so keen to speak to you? Uh, um, uh. Oh, is she, is she the one who's been calling? Is she all those wrong numbers we've been getting lately? Elsa. Is she? Elsa, it is so not what you're thinking. Is it not? What am I thinking, Martin? And what should I be thinking when my husband starts getting mysterious phone calls from a woman, a young woman, and lies to me about them? Elsa... Well? Uh, Elsa, sit down. You're scaring me now. Elsa, please just sit down for a second and let me explain. I'm going to be sick. Sweetheart, I swear it's not what you think. It's nothing like that. You think I'd ever have an affair or leave you? That's madness. You know it is. Come on. Then what is it about? She's a reporter. That's who Katrina is. Or a researcher, whatever the hell they call themselves these days. Freelance, I think. Or an intern or, or trainee or, or something. I, I'm not sure. She thinks I've got a story. You've got a story? Why? Does she want you for one of those reality shows or something? <laughs> no. Is it something to do with the school, then? One of the kids? Oh, God, Martin, one of the kids. There's been no trouble at school, has there? No accusations? Elsa, bloody hell! I'm not saying you've done anything, but you hear all the time about kids wanting to get back at teachers, making stuff up. God, Elsa, I mean, no! <sighs> Look, this may seem a little... off the subject, but bear with me, OK? You promised me this conversation isn't going to end with, and that's why it's better if we get a divorce. Oh, sweetheart. I promise we will never have that conversation. I promise. Okay. Okay. I, I'm listening. Go on. Have you ever heard of Caitlin Ryan? <laughs> the writer? Bloody hell, you're not the only one with an arts degree. Of course I've heard of her. God, I love scratches on my heart. Must have read it ten times when I was a teenager. <laughs> you and every other teenage girl then and since. Well, it's the quintessential teenage angst book, isn't it? It was a sensation when it came out. Patrick the Rye for girls. Everyone who ever wore too much black eyeliner or listened to the Cranberries had a copy. The fact that she killed herself just added to the whole doom glamour thing. God, I so wanted to be her. Well, grisly... Premature death aside, of course. How, how old was she again? 18? 19? And... Mm, what's this got to do with anything? She was 17 when she wrote it. And 20 when she killed herself. Yes! That's right, I remember now. Joining Sylvia Plath as the poster girl for depressed adolescents everywhere. I was on holiday when she died. Staying with friends in Yorkshire. It was a lovely old farmhouse, but miles away from anything. They didn't even have a phone there in those days. Hard to believe now, I suppose, but you did actually used to be able to get away from it all. <laughs> What's this? The literary version of Where Were You When Kennedy Was Shot? Because you've got me, I haven't a clue. It was 20-odd years ago. Now... Ask me what I was doing when Princess Diana died. It was 25 years ago next year. What? I 
do you remember this stuff? And what's it got to do with anything, Marty? They couldn't have got in touch with me even if they'd known where I was. It was supposed to be a complete getaway. I, I didn't tell anyone. Well, the one person I had told wasn't in any position to say, was she? They talked about delaying the funeral, but her parents didn't want that. Not that I blamed them. It was hard enough losing their only daughter, getting all that hassle from the media, as if suicide's not bad enough having to deal with it so publicly. So that's how I found out. It was in the papers. I saw it first too. I read them before my friends got up. So there wasn't even anyone to soften the blow. It was on page three. Funny, really. Caitlin, the die-hard feminist, is a page three girl. I like to think she would have been amused. Martin, what? You've lost me, love. I talked to her the night before I went. We chatted. She seemed okay, you know. A bit down, a bit depressed, but that was Caitlin, you know. She was an emotional roller coaster at the best of times. She seemed fine, though. Really, she did. We even made plans. We talked about going away, spending some of the money from the book. What are you saying? That you knew her? You knew Caitlin Ryan? Hold on a second. Martin. Martin, what are you doing? What are you looking for? <clears throat> Here. What? Scratches on my heart? This looks... Wow, this looks like a first edition. Yes, it is. Wow! It must be worth a fortune. How come I never knew we had this? Read the inscription. What? Go on. Read it. To Martin, my Declan, from Caitlin, your Catherine, with all my love. I... Catherine is her name in the book, isn't it? And Declan's... The boyfriend. The lover. Whatever. That was me. <laughs> that was you? Oh, come on, love. Declan was a complete sex god. <laughs> I love you, sweetheart, but I've seen pictures of you when you were 18. Thanks. <laughs> no, of course it wasn't me. Not really, but bits of me. Bits of both of us, I suppose. Less than she thought, maybe, but... But yeah, Caitlin was my girlfriend. Your girlfriend? My girlfriend. We... We were lovers. We were in love, I suppose. My God! My God! And you never thought to mention this? All the years we've been together and you never once thought to tell me you're a character in one of the most famous books in English literature? Oh, it's got a certain cult appeal, admittedly. Cult appeal? You're a GCSE question, Martin. People revise you. Ailsa. I can't believe you didn't tell me. I don't know whether to be offended or impressed. I mean, it's pretty bloody impressive. Well, obviously it's sad she's dead, obviously, but oh, isn't it sort of cool? God, you're famous. 
God, Martin, I'm sorry. That's so insensitive. Your teenage sweetheart killed herself and I'm acting like a bloody groupie. It must have been so upsetting. I'm sorry. It's just... Scratches was such a big deal for me when I was young. It's sort of... exciting. That's okay. It was a long time ago. It's not like I'm still upset about it, Ailes. I can't believe all this time you've never told me. You're Declan O'Hare. <laughs> Come on, you, you know that's not true. It's not even based on me, really. B bits of it are, just bits. I don't really like people knowing. It feels weird, to be honest. God, I'd tell everyone. Well, I feel like... like people will see me differently if they know. They'll be looking at me in a different way. Expecting things of me, thinking they know secrets about me. Secrets that aren't even true. Well, you can imagine my students, they'd have a field day. It's quite a personal book, Ailes. <laughs> you mean there's a lot of sex in it? Yeah, that's part of it. I really don't <laughs> want to have to face a class of sniggering teenagers who think they know all about my sex life. Caitlin had a pretty vivid imagination. Okay, fair enough, but not telling me. I'm your wife, Martin, not one of your students. I know you well enough to know what's real and what isn't. I didn't not tell you, sweetheart. It just never came up. It's not like something I'm going to casually drop into the conversation. It's not that important. It was so long ago. It feels like a whole other life. And that's why I don't want to speak to that bloody reporter. And what's the point? I can't say anything about Caitlin that hasn't already been said in a dozen different articles and books already. Why drag it all up again? Well, if you don't want to talk to her, that's fair enough. But I know I'm going to read it again. Oh, Ailes, don't. Oh, I promise not to drop it in the bath. I know it's probably worth a bomb. I might stick it on eBay, though. See if I can get myself a pair of Gucci shoes. I'd rather you didn't. I wouldn't really. I meant read it, love. Oh, come on. You'd be curious, wouldn't you? If you were me. I want to see if I recognise you. You won't. You hope or you know? Coming up to bed, love? I just want to finish this chapter. I'll see you up there then. It's a lot darker than I remembered. A lot more raw. What is? The book. Your girlfriend's book. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend of 25 years ago's book. Is it? It's a long time since I last read it. I can't remember. Hmm. She's a lot more damaged. I don't know. At 16, she seemed glamorously depressed, but looking at it now, she just... She just comes across as a seriously disturbed young woman. Well, obviously she was, wasn't she, love? Well-adjusted people don't kill themselves. I meant the character. Declan doesn't come out of it too well, either. No, I seem to remember not. Were you really like that? Oh, I remember him so differently. Part rock star, part Heathcliff. I was so in love with him when I read it, but now, I mean, he's so... I don't know. 
destructive, just volatile. They're both so in love, it's so intense, but neither of them seems to be able to cope with it. And she's she's so messed up. She doesn't think she's worth it, that someone so amazing should worship her. Thank you, Miss Time's literary supplement. But he doesn't seem amazing to me now, just cruel, almost. I mean, he's certainly very cool, but... I can't imagine you ever being like that. You're right. I was never remotely cool. You know what I mean. Were you? Were you even a bit like that? God, I don't know, Ailes. Maybe. I mean, did I play in a band and think I'd be the next David Bowie? Yes, I did, but show me an 18-year-old who doesn't want to be a rock star. Did I love her? Did we have an intense relationship? Yes. But we were both kids. We both had no idea what else it could be. Everything's intense when you're that age. Come on, I threatened to run away when I was 14 because my dad wouldn't let me paint my room black. I got over it. I suppose so. It just seems so... Well, that was Caitlin's skill, wasn't it? She distilled what everyone feels like when they're young and she articulated it. That's what made her a good writer. Then, when she died, it became set in stone. God, how her suffering must have been so much greater. What a tortured artist she was. But who knows, love? If she hadn't died, she might have grown out of it. She might have ended up on I'm a Celebrity or churning out chiclet novels. You're angry. I'm not, love. I'm just tired. It's been a long first day back. Year 12 were playing up. They seem to think they're still on holiday. I just want to go to bed. I'm sorry. I'm just curious. It's such a big chunk of your past and you never mentioned it. It's not a big chunk of my past. That's the whole point, Ailes. That's why I don't tell people, because they treat it like it's a huge thing. It was a huge thing. You were in love and she killed herself. And that was very sad and I was very upset for a couple of years afterwards, but I got over it. We weren't Cathy and bloody Heathcliff. We weren't Romeo and Juliet. She was a girl I went out with for a while and I probably would have broken up with sooner or later because she was such hard work. Only because she died and she was famous, everyone thinks it was some great affair and she was the love of my life. So, who is the love of your life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let me think. Hmm. Well, there was this girl in college. Ha! <laughs> you beast! You are. You know that. It's only ever you. Come on. I'm knackered. Let's go to bed. Hmm, what's in it for me? Normally that would be an offer I can't refuse, but I really am bush, love. That's okay. Go. Go on. I'll be up in a sec. Sex between them was basic in the truest and best sense of the word. Naked. Animal. She clung to him and clutched at him until they were both spent and drained. Daily, this was their pattern, this constant, brutal grappling from first to the last neither of them knew or wanted to know how to break it. <sighs> Chance would be a fine thing.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm afraid Mr Dessler doesn't want to speak to you. Please don't call my home again. I don't understand. What's he hiding? Doesn't he want to give his side of the story? Side? He doesn't have a side. What's he talking about? Look, your husband has refused to talk about her, but this anniversary is going to gather a lot of press. They've already reissued the book. The culture show is doing a special. They're talking about... Anya Taylor-Joy being interested in the film rights. I won't be the last to call, so why not speak to me now and get it over with? Martin's input could be very valuable, you know. The world wants to know what she was like. And I'm telling you, he has nothing more to say on the subject. Oh. Who was that? That bloody woman again! I'll get on to BT, get them to change the number. I don't want to change the number. I'm still telling people the new one after the last time. That's why, isn't it? It wasn't some pupil making prank calls at all, was it? And the time before that. I... Look, every few years, someone tracks me down. They ask me questions, I don't answer. Eventually, they get bored and give up. You know, Martin... I can't help wondering here, if you've lied so successfully about this, the reporter, the book, the phone calls, that you could lie about anything. And don't be ridiculous, Ailes. But you lied to me, Martin. I just didn't want this to be what my life was about. I don't want something that happened 20-odd years ago to be what's special about me, Ailsa. Especially not to you. That's all well and good, but marriage is supposed to be based on trust. I've got to ask myself what else you haven't told me. Nothing. I promise you nothing. I'm just not sure I believe you. Christ, now I know how the second Mrs Hughes felt. Yeah. Well, she killed herself too. Oh, hey yourself. I made you a cup of tea. Oh, thanks, love. Great. Parched. She says your input would be valuable. She wants you to think it's worth money. Is it? We could do with a new kitchen. What? I'm joking! Since when am I not even allowed to make a joke? 
I'm sorry, Ailes, but... God, I don't even have a side to the story. It was so long ago. I've already said it's not like she was the love of my life. Do you think that's why she killed herself? For God's sake. Did you love her? Yes. Yes, I've told you. I think so. I suppose so. I mean, she was crazy, but that sort of thing appeals when you're too young to know better. But then it just becomes exhausting. Why do you think I was off hiding in some farmhouse when she died? I needed a break. She wore me out. And she wore herself out. In the end, I think she did. That's what suicide is, really, isn't it? Just exhaustion. Do you ever feel guilty? I don't think about it anymore. You must, though. Well, of course I do. Sometimes. Less and less, though. What if I'd been there? What if I'd been better for her? But I tore myself to pieces, wondering all that after she died. I did, her friends did, her parents did. I didn't have any answers then, and I don't now. There isn't any point. Maybe I could have stopped her. Then again, maybe a dose of Prozac and a life coach would have. I don't know. If she'd lived, we wouldn't be together. Of course we would. <laughs> Is that what you think? Of course we would. She would have left me for someone trendier or more literary. Or more screwed up. Sooner or later. Someone who was really going to be a rock star, not end up a geography teacher. She'd have left you. Or I'd have left her. What does it matter? What's important is we'd be together. If you were born on Mars, we'd still have found a way to be together. You're my soulmate, Ailes. Don't let her ghost come between us. It's bad enough having her resurrected out there. I don't want her in here, too. In here? Should just be for us. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just being silly. I just f feel dull now. Come here. You're not dull compared to her, sweetheart. You're just normal. I meant compared to you. So what was she like? What was who like? You know who. Your literary fancy woman. You're reading the book. It's pretty much what she was like. I want to know what she was really like. I just said. Come on, Martin. If I'd spent my teens dating J.D. Salinger, you'd have a few questions. I'm just curious. She was just... ordinary. Like everyone in our crowd. A bit artier. Wore a lot of black. Well, I can see that from the cover shot. What was she like? Funny. Sharp. Abrasive. Moody. She killed herself wearing pyjamas. Did you know that? Doctors say most people who kill themselves in the bathtub are naked. Like, whatever else they're doing, wearing clothes in the bathtub is, is just wrong. Not Caitlin. She knew exactly what she was doing, so she put on a pair of pyjamas. Even with the blood and the life drained out of her, she wouldn't want to be bundled on a stretcher naked, a couple of ambulance men making jokes about how hard it was to lift her. 
She didn't like her body very much. So, that was the kind of person she was, Ailes. She was moody, talented, and so insecure that she worried about looking fat even after she died. God, that's horrible. You spend a day trying to get your dead girlfriend's blood out of the bathroom grouting and then talk to me about horrible. Oh, Martin. I could hardly ask her parents to do it. So in the end, I did it. Nice little treat when I got back from my holidays. So she not only left me with the guilt and the doubts, she also left me with the cleaning up. I can't believe you can be so callous about this. I can't believe you are. Oh, for God's sake, no matter how long ago it was, she was my girlfriend and she killed herself, and you're hounding me for gossip. If I just came to you and said an ex had killed herself, what would you have said, huh? What would you ask? It would be about me. How did I feel about it? How did I cope? Did it affect my relationships? My ability to trust? All that shit women always seem to care about. Whatever. But you'd ask about me. <laughs> not try to pick up showbiz anecdotes. Oh, Marty, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean... I didn't realise you'd still be upset about it. I'm not. Haven't you been listening? This is a whole new upset, Ailsa. This is now. Just leave it. I've got work to do. These need finishing by tomorrow. Martin. Oh... Yes? Hi, it's Katrina. I'd like Just to... go away, you vulture. Stop picking over old bones. Martin has nothing to say to you. Don't you understand? Nothing. Bon. Bon. If you are enjoying Theatrephonic, we would really appreciate your support. By donating to our Patreon, you can help us produce more frequent episodes as well as more additional content. And by signing up to our Patreon, you will gain instant access to ad-free episodes, blooper reels and Q&A sessions, as well as the opportunity to watch live recordings and name a character in a play. Visit patreon.com forward slash theatrephonic for more information. That's patreon.com forward slash theatrephonic to get more of what you love. Bon. Bon. You cheated on her. What? My God! All of that? <gasps> you cheated on her! Are we ever going to have another conversation that isn't about her? I can't believe you pulled the whole devastated boyfriend act, and yet you cheated on her. The two things aren't mutually exclusive, Ailes. Are you telling me that being unfaithful to someone precludes you from being even the teensiest bit upset when they die? Don't pull your Radio 4 moral amazing bullshit on me, Martin. Oh, I can't believe it. Declan cheated on Catherine. In the book. In the book. It's fiction. Fiction. She made it up. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm such an idiot. Of course she didn't cheat on her. No. I did. Oh. Oh, come on, love. 
I was 18 when it happened. She was my first girlfriend. We'd been going out since school. I'd only just found out what sex was. I, I didn't think I should be wasting it all on one person. You said you loved her. I did love her. But I was a kid. Loving your cock aren't necessarily connected at that age. Don't use that word. You know I hate it. <sighs> Have you ever cheated on me? What? Are you nuts? Where's this coming from? You know I haven't. You know I'd never... I don't know what I know anymore, Martin. I don't know you. Is that why she killed herself? Did you ever think about that? Do you think I ever stopped thinking about it? I don't want to read any more of this. I'm sure I can guess the ending. Ugh. It's Martin. Uh, Martin Dessler. I didn't expect to be hearing from you, Martin. Oh, if you'd rather I hung up, I can... I... No, no, of course not. You told my wife my input would be valuable. What did you mean? Are we talking money, Martin? We might be. I can't make you any guarantees, but this is an important subject. And what if I'm not interested in money? Well, you'd be doing me a huge personal favour. I'd be appropriately grateful. Okay. I'm interested. Anything to get this over with and out of the way. Get you out of my bloody hair. Let's meet. Martin. I'm sorry, I've changed my mind. This isn't an appropriate time. My wife will be home soon. Your wife isn't home for two hours. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't thinking straight when I called you. This has been a big mistake. Martin, if you don't let me in, I will strip naked on your doorstep right now. Try explaining that to your wife and neighbours. You wouldn't dare. <laughs> Jesus, wh what are you doing? I'm taking my clothes off. For God's sake! Stop it! Get in here! <laughs> Didn't think you'd be so easily embarrassed, Martin. I'm not, but this is a neighbourhood watch area. Pensioners live here, for God's sake. Mr Wardley at number 88 probably hasn't seen a naked woman in 30 years. I'm not being responsible for his heart attack. Can I sit down? You did invite me here, after all. I told you I've changed my mind. I'd like you to go. Stop looking at me like that, Martin. I'm not some sleazeball tabloid doorstepper, you know. I'm a serious researcher. <laughs> and that's how serious researchers work now, is it? You get into people's houses by threatening to take off your clothes. Promising, sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't joke, because I am serious. 
about my job, about Caitlin. I could get a book out of this. Well, that makes it all worthwhile for me. Come on, Martin. Everyone wants to give their side of the story. It's human nature. Didn't you want to say on who'll play you in the movie? Have you ever had sex with someone famous? Been friends with anyone you've read about in the papers? We're not talking about a big brother housemate here. She wasn't just famous. She was important. Yeah, it's a literary merit you're interested in. I really believe that. Oh, God. We're all so bloody obsessed with celebrity at the moment. We can't imagine anything better. If you can't be famous, fuck someone famous and tell everyone you can about it. You invited me here, Martin. And you know exactly why. So if you want to take the moral high ground, you'd better go and find yourself a bigger ladder. You're right. You're right. And you know why? Because sometimes I do want to be Declan O'Hare, not Martin Dessler. I want to be glamorous and romantic and fucked up and desirable and... and interesting. Wouldn't you? Don't you? Isn't that what you're doing here? Rubbing against the glamour of a dead girl and hoping it'll scrub some of the ordinary off of you? But I'm not Declan. It's not real. It's not me. I pay my mortgage and mark exam papers and maybe have a glass of wine too many at the weekend and think I'm being reckless. Caitlin may be the most interesting thing that's ever happened to me, but she's not the most important. Ailsa is. My wife is. And that's why I'm not interested in what you're offering me. Whatever you're offering. Ailsa's real to me in a way Caitlin never was and never could be. I won't see her destroy herself competing with a phantom. This is an important literary study. No, it's not. Don't kid yourself. It's just grave robbing. <sighs> Look, just go, will you? Go. Are you all right? Is everything okay? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Look, I've got something to show you. That hasn't got a body in it, has it? Or a bunch of women's clothing? I'm feeling a bit fragile these days. I'm not sure how many more <laughs> revelations I can take. I don't think I'd suit a chemisole. Not with my beer belly. <laughs> So, what's in there then? I thought it was just old college junk. Sort of. Are these hers? Yeah. Letters, diaries, everything she ever wrote to me. Stuff she left in the flat when she died. Didn't give it to her parents, I thought it would upset them. So you kept it? All this time? I thought it was important. Then, over the years, it just became more stuff I couldn't be bothered to throw away. Like all my other rubbish. Twenty-odd years is a long time to hold on to stuff because you can't be bothered to throw it out. Well, I suppose I wondered if I had the right to. 
I thought maybe I should give it to someone. Or maybe that it would be worth some money. I imagine it would be worth a lot of money. But not enough. Not enough money, Ailes. Caitlin's dead. She made that decision, then she took herself out of the world and left everyone else to deal with the mess. There's nothing else to it. No secrets. No hidden skeletons. We owe her nothing. <laughs> we owe history nothing. Ugh. Oh, I'm not having her ghost in my house anymore. Not in my house. My life. Or my marriage. doing? What I should have done years ago. Getting rid of this shit. Have some. Get tearing. Oh. <laughs> God, this feels almost sacrilegious. Come on, woman. Put some welly into it. That's priceless literary heritage you're destroying there. <laughs> Act like you mean it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. Nearly over. No. It was over a long time ago. been listening to Bystanders, written by Tracy Sinclair, directed by Emmeline Brayfield, with Henry Douthwaite as Martin, Emma Wilkes as Ailsa, and Zoe Cunningham as Katrina. For a full list of the music included in the play, please see our show notes. Produced by Cat on a Piano Productions. The theatophonic theme tune was composed by Jackson Pentland, performed by Jackson Pentland, Ollie Fife Taylor, and Emmeline Brayfield. For more information about the Theatrephonic podcast, go to catonapiano.uk forward slash Theatrephonic. Tweet or Instagram us at Theatrephonic or visit our Facebook page. If you enjoy Theatrephonic and would like to get more content, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash Theatrephonic. Please don't forget to rate and review. Thank you for listening. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.